this week on the reverse stick. Euro hockey is back, Asians champions trophy is underway, and our beverage-related catastrophe has been fully contained. Greetings and welcome once again to the Reverse Stick, the nearly, probably statistically able to say it's weekly global hockey podcast. Almost weekly. Oh, yeah, well, and now you can't just put it on me as being the one who's missing. And uh, although it was, easy. I was here. Well, you were, but you didn't message me at any point over the weekend or prior to the weekend to say when are you available to do a pod. Did you? Well, I well no, but it takes two to tango, doesn't it? <laughs> That's John? what I'm saying. Um. I was hoping that I might have made it over on the Saturday um, afternoon, evening, after I'd played. Which was, I was sort of expecting you to... And then I remembered I had more important things to do, and then I forgot to eat, and then it was my birthday, yep. and the people were very generous with buying me pints. Libations. And uh, then it was 10.30 Sunday morning before I knew it. <laughs> Not still drinking, I mean, that's when I woke up. Um yeah. So it was a good night, though. Oh, great. I, yeah, I, yeah. well, I was told by our erstwhile club coach that um, I look, looked a little under the weather because I was swaying and talking to myself. <laughs> Which is virtually what this is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, happy birthday. No, are, are you, oh, yeah, so, so apologies. Oh, yeah, apologies. Have you officially just qualified come. for your new team now? I am now. <laughs> well, no, but I was anyway because oh. of the end of... As long as your birthday falls before the end of the year. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, within the rules, there's one of the two underage players. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hockey Week, how was yours? Did uh, you, uh, you played yesterday? And are you, were you going to talk uh, about two weekends? Loss and then a win. Right. So we lost last week in a game that we should have won. And then this week we played the undefeated top team and knocked them off. So, good week. So, finals... Oh, it's, game, did, game you not, did you not play the game that you lost? No, oh, I played very few minutes. Right. Very, very few minutes. So, so you're not taking, taking any of the blame, but you played a lot, what, a lot of minutes this week. Far more significant minutes, <laughs> I would say, Matt. <laughs> far more significant. Now, I, I, a week of wheat bix and soup didn't leave me in a good place to be playing. Okay. But I don't really want to... Expand on that. Yeah. But this week, very good. Excellent. Lots of running around. Yeah. Well, I had a win last weekend. Thanks for asking. That, that, that's good. Um, numbers are short. People are like... Two drop, wins or drop, did you have a buy Dropping now? like flies. I didn't play the other game because they were on at the same the time. The new team or the old team? I played for my old team okay. last week. Uh, the one you're ditching. No. <laughs> These things are fluid, John. Yes, These of things course. Are fluid. Um, and then a, uh, a win for my current team <laughs> against the, the other team. against the other club side that oh, are in the okay, same competition. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. spirited fight, four two win. Yeah. It's good. Keeps us top of the la- top of the ladder. No need to fix things or 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 uh, you know try and manipulate. Twist. No, just get out and play the game, which That's is what, which is what we did. And we let them have a couple of ring-ins and still beat them four two. I copped a ball, though, off a bloke from a short corner, running two, copped it just underneath the, the shin pad. That, 
space between. Yeah. Mm. And I had a bit of a hissy fit. Obviously, another corner was awarded. But the bloke who hit it was my teammate in a game two hours later <laughs> in the over 50s. And I, and I had a right dummy spit. And I sort of, I was, I was down for a bit. And I got up and then one of their players came over to try and help me off the field and pushed him away. Threw my stick over the sideline. Oh, I was supposed to effing play again at four effing o'clock. Slowly walked up the sideline, limping away. And was us on the bench. He's like, do you need some ice? No, I don't want any bloody ice. You do. Let, let me, let, just let me be. You do do a great dummy spit. Though. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Five it's flat, worth recording. It's flouncy. Very yeah, flouncy. It's, it's good. And then, so everyone's concerned about, oh, that's, is he injured? Oh, right. And like, was this going, oh, is it broken? You think it's broken? I'm going, no, it's not broken. It what just... are you talking about? And then, short corner plays out. I run straight on the field, go and stand on the 25 at the other end. Within 20 seconds, the ball's pinged down, down the line to me. Uh, somehow squeeze it around, uh, Kenny, get it off to Bilzy, uh, who did have an opportunity to pass to me to stick it in the back of the net, but no, he was a greedy. Sod and uh, uh, got his second for the game. Not Billsy. No, but what a ploy. Feign the injury, flounce off, everyone's worried. Oh dear, what have I done? Oh, oh. straight up the other end, the moment, first, yeah. first opportunity. Ping. There you go. There you go. On fire. Have that. You're very tactical, that was. I think it was. Didn't, didn't you deliberately break at the end of the game? I did. So... 50, 58 <laughs> seconds left. We were 4 2 up. And now go through the reasoning here. Well, so you break. Are you, how many seconds well, to go? 58 seconds. 58 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Short corner. Two goals in front. So, two goals in front. Bit of a delay in getting back onto the line. Oh, just sorry, are you time. ready? Sorry, I'm not. Are we, uh, no, we're this ready. Clock's still going. Clock's still it? going because the clock doesn't stop in the, in the low mm. grades. Could play 17 minute quarters here rather than 15 with the time stops for, yeah. for the, yeah, for the corner. Yeah. So you can take 10. Ten seconds out, at least with the break, particularly if you're running a bit slow back up the field. You're not, and then you've got the ball coming back so to you. So we're down to about forty so they, seconds. So yeah, so they then score the corner. Another ten seconds to get that ball. At, this is this is how you're playing it out in your head. Yeah, yeah. Another ten seconds to get that ball back up. Now, if any team in the world can't defend twenty seconds by rolling the ball all the way back into their own corner. And doing whatever you want. Flick it over the bloody fence. Who cares? No one's getting a goal on you. So you deliberately broke to waste time. That's my story, So yeah. that they only had enough time to score one goal, not the two that was required. That's right. That's very clever. Well, I mean, but I think this... No, that's that stuff's employed at the top end. Oh, perhaps. Tactical fouls outside the 25. Cop outside the, the D. Cop the card. There's only 30 seconds to That's go it. anyway. Yeah. That time generally doesn't have enough to give you that advantage working your way. Yeah. Now, you can do, you can go a bit early with it, with the time wasting, and that often bites you in the ass. Yeah. I'm, I think I've just um, figured out why all the opposition teams call you on. You. Um, news. Well, what is going on? Uh, let's get to some results because we've got a couple of weeks worth to go through, man. Uh, what has been happening? We've had Euro Championship 2 for men in Dublin. Uh, that was won by 
Ireland, who came out on top. Ukraine. Great accent. But you can do it, of course, because you're of Irish stock. I am. Uh, Ukraine, uh, in second place. Scotland, third. Italy, fourth. It was the Czech Republic. Czechia in fifth. Switzerland, sixth. Portugal, seventh. And Turkey in eighth position. The final went the way of Ireland, courtesy of five goals to two. With Scotland beating Italy 4-1 to take out uh, third position. And Ukraine, good effort from the Ukraines. You'd think at this moment in time, <laughs> that's a pretty fair effort. Yeah, oh yeah, but, well, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. There's been some great support across the European hockey community of the Ukrainian athletes and, yep. and uh, teams. Great result for them, well done. Uh, we've also had Euro Hockey Championship 3 for men. Going on in Poland, Matthew. <laughs> Whereabouts in Poland, John? Skinowitz. 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 Poland finished on top there after beating Lithuania 4-0 in the final. Uh, Croatia. No, that's no final. It was just a round robin. Sorry. Matt? That's all right. Don't apologise to me. Apologise to the listeners for giving them bum information. Uh, final standings. Yeah, Poland won that, won all five games they played, finishing on top. Croatia won four of their five, so I'm guessing they lost to Poland. So it was sort of a final. Uh, they finished second. Gibraltar third with nine points. Malta, oh, three wins. Malta were fourth. They had one win and a draw. Lithuania, one win and a draw. Goal difference there. And Serbia finishing bottom didn't manage to score any points. So... Congratulations to Poland for that one. Uh, which one's this coming up now, Matt? I'm doing your thing. A championship three for women in Zagreb in Croatia. And that's all done and dusted. Final standings. Turkey finished first. They actually had a final there, I think. Yeah, three one winners over the Swiss. Were they? Yeah. Oh, they were indeed. Uh, Switzerland second, Croatia third, and Gibraltar in fourth place. And we get on to, which one have we got now? See, we've got too many results to go to. Euro Championship 2 for women in Prague. Oh, you're happy to lead with the place name when it's easily easy to pronounce, are you? <laughs> yes. That would, yes, I am happy that way. Uh, we've got three pools going here, Matt. So we'll work this out as we go along. In Pool A, the Czech Republic finished on top. Um, winning two of their and drawing, winning two and drawing the third of their games. Ukraine in second, they won two and drew two, so a bit of goal difference there. Poland and Slovakia rounding out pool A, pool B. France on top there with Wales in second, Austria and Lithuania. Then uh, pool C was Poland, Austria, Lithuania and Slovakia. Now, how did it work from there? I have no idea. But the final was played between France and Czechia. It was a 2-0 victory to France. So they finished on top, Czech Republic in second place. Then it was Wales in third, Ukraine in fourth, Poland fifth, Austria sixth, Lithuania and Slovakia in eighth position. So, Dipti, you'd expect them to be going back to the top tier next time around. And, of course, we've got the Euro Championships main division, Division 1, do you call it? They're just around the corner. We've also got underway at the moment. Just got underway. Is the Hero Asian Champions Trophy for men. Do they have a women's one? Don't know. It's in Chennai in India. 
Yes, they do. We've talked about it. Um, had a few results so far. It's only just got underway. Uh, Korea beat Japan 2-1. Mal- oh, we should go through the teams. Malaysia, India, Korea, Japan, Pakistan and China. In game two, it was Malaysia defeating Pakistan 3-1. China got over, the, uh, got defeated by India, seven goals to two. Um, a bit surprised by that result. China's got two, Mac. Korea versus Pakistan, uh, a one-all draw there. And then uh, Malaysians put five past China to win 5-1. And the interesting result, Japan and India, a one-all draw. Um, the table at the moment as it stands is Malaysia on top with two wins, India in second, a win and a draw. Then Korea with a win and a draw. Japan, Pakistan and China round that out. There's games going on later today as we record. And the final will be played next weekend. Next Lovely. Saturday. Looking forward to that. You can get season passes on the Watch.Hockey app to watch that. Yeah. that there, there is a final going on there too. So um, one plays four, two plays three in the semi-finals, And then the winner of those two respective games goes into the final. Yeah. So there you go. You got anything? There were some test matches going on as well. But well and and the, the Nations, Four Nations Invitational. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. And did Spain win that? No, did, Jim, <laughs> did Eng, England win that in the men's? Uh, I can't remember. I did see it. it was last weekend. Yeah. And we forgot. That was um, India winning the women's in the um, Four Nations team, <laughs> Four Nations three-team tournament. Yeah. India, Spain and England. Uh, who did you say won the men's? Was that you? No, that's you. That's it's like a bit average. Um, the men's. All these games were going on in uh, Tarasa. Yeah, Spain won it, yeah. yeah, Spain won it. Um, so how many games? They played four games. There's Spain, England, India and the Netherlands. Spain won one, drew one and lost one. England won one, drew two. Uh, India won one, lost two, drew one. No, no, no. Drew two, lost one. Drew two, lost one. So they played five games. Four games. No, they couldn't have. Uh, Spain won one, drew one, lost one, but they played four games. They can't play four games. It's a four-team tournament. Play three games. Yeah. Oh, okay. But they played four games, Matt. See? GP. Four. Okay, but how have they only got one win, oh, one they draw, one loss? They, they played at finals. So they played each other once, then got seeded on the basis of that. Right. So there was a final. Okay, so, that, so that's not true. The uh... they did play four games, and and the, after play, after playing three games, so what, no, but that doesn't make sense because Spain it says Spain have uh, they've won one, drawn one, lost one. Yeah. Three. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Three, and then England won one and drawn two, three games. India won one, drew two, lost one. So they played four, and the Netherlands drew three and lost one. No, these are store, sort of accurate, up-to-date statistics we expect from the uh, CMS. It makes absolute perfect it just sense. Makes, it just makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. England and Spain paid in the final anyway. It was a, a one-all draw, followed by a 3-2 shootout. Excitement plus, Matt. Mm. Okay, I'm done now. Macho celebratory moments. You got anything? Results? Yeah. Nah. You're listening to the Reverse Dick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Um, new, the more news, Matt. 
direct from the FIA. There's lots of stuff about games and things. Um, did you know Britain's Zach Wallace won the Polygrass Magic Skill Award? I did see that um, prior to our last show and chose not to talk about it. Did you? What is... Okay. We, we did, last year, I think, was the first year of the Polygrass Magic Skill Awards. Well, and you did have, there was an opportunity to vote, John. Did you not vote? Uh, no. But here they are. Uh, apparently, the, the FIH 2023 season of FIH Hockey Pro League was filled with twists and turns, Matt. It showcased hockey at its best and gave us plenty of magical moments, the best of which was shortlisted as follows. Um, so there was six moments, and the the one that was ranked highest, well, the one that was voted the most for. Yeah, but no, but these aren't the categories. Cause I don't, I'm pretty sure, because we did this last year. It's like, you can't have a category for the best first touch Tom Hawk volley. <laughs> Because you'd be getting very specific about every style style of goal scored. No, it's a magic. The best, the best. What he's saying. The best bibble that, bobble. No, that, that's a description of the act that was nominated as a magical moment. Ah, right. Okay, right, right, right. So, okay, okay, okay. Zach Wallace from Great Britain ranked first with his first touch tomahawk. Uh, Pian Sanders from the Netherlands came in second with his instinctual. Uh, uh, sorry. Can't do that. Instinctual reflex scoop shot. I'm a big fan of the scoop, man. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, well, even if it's done instinctually. Nothing like an instinctual scoop. Uh, it sounds quite medical, doesn't it? Uh, Martin Ferrari. Hang on. I did actually have to go and see the specialist the other day. Oh, you know, how did it go? It was all right until the instinctual <laughs> reflex scoop um, <laughs> took, took place. It didn't give me any warning. It was a bit of a shock. Imagine what the show would be like if we're recording at 8 o'clock tonight. Um, innovative 3D skills in shootout. A moment from Martin Fierro from Argentina. Was that, the up and over? was that the up and over? I can't he might, I Wasn't he t- the one that was going like, Oh, was it a tippy-tappy? Tippy-tappy thing, yeah. I think. Uh, stunning no-look overhead volley from Dilpreet Singh came in fourth. <laughs> this is more chat GPT on this headline. Just... Just waved my stick at it. Didn't, wasn't even looking. Uh, dribbling past defenders in tight spaces. From You're Charles. taking the piss out of this. You haven't even looked at any of these videos. <laughs> they might, no, we I should have do seen that. It. We should do that. Not live, because yes, do, let's do it live. Magic. Yeah, no, we'll just, let's, um, let's have a watch along. No, I'm going to work. Uh, dribbling past defenders in tight state spaces from Charlotte Stappenhorst, German. Charlotte. She, she was ranked fifth. And the reverse flick from an impossible angle from Jean Jacqui. Is that right? Jean Jacqui. Jacqui. Can't read it from this. Jacqui. Jacqui. From China. Um, So congratulations to all of those people that had that moment recognised by the FIH. And yes, I have seen them. And right. They were very good. Oh, were they, John? <laughs> they were very good. What was your favourite out of six? I know there is a, you know, there's a ranking there, but that's not necessarily going to be your ranking. Well, my ranking would be just giving it a whack, not even looking. Deal for it. Just giving it a whack. All right. Stunning no look overhead. Oh, click the link. Come on. Let's have a you look at it. You want to see it, don't I you? I want to see it. Because yeah. you haven't seen them. I didn't say that, John. I might just want to refresh my memory. Okay. I'll say it, though. 
Is that all right? That's fine. Okay. It's only 25 seconds, and you can go to the FIH YouTube oh, channel. Yeah, but you know how long my computer Stunning, takes. Stunning. No, look. All right. So there's an overhead. There's an overhead gun from the halfway line. He's at the top of the D. They didn't even go in! <laughs> what? Look at that! Don't care about Sublime. It didn't it's give not a goal. goal. <laughs> so there's an overhead thrown from the halfway right into the top of the top of the D, just inside, maybe a metre. And he's it's not travelling too quick, and he's uh, taking the ball over his right shoulder as he's looking towards his own goal. And it's uh, flicked down towards the keeper's pads. He's got something on it, and then... Cleared Someone's off the cleared line. it off the line. What I like most, not even a goal. What I like most about that is it shows exactly how safe hockey is, Matt. Because imagine being the defender positioned behind him, setting yourself for the overhead coming. That's in. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I'm already here, mate. I'm, I've got I'm my five here. meters. Uh, yeah, I'm already. And you get the old, I'll just tap it over my shoulder. Now it might be unwilling, but it's. It's sort of got this subtext. I'll tap it over my shoulder. Hope for the best. And it might just go straight into their head. Yeah, well, that could work. Oh, no, sorry. No, you're not. No, you don't, no, 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 you don't no, want no. to do that, right? No, no don't, don't do that. To, don't do that. But I just I just love the way that danger's been brought back into the game in such a way, to be honest. That's a lot. We had a lot of sticks swinging in the air for some balls yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing like it. Yeah. Let's face and it. A few in modern a sport, blood attracts viewers, doesn't it? Yes. I think, and with the current changes coming up, with the or the current trials, which we will talk about in a moment. Yeah. yeah. Removing protective. We. That's it. I'm thinking. Let's ban shin pads. Let's go ban goalkeeping pads. Gum shields. Gloves. What about them? Get rid of them. Get rid of all yeah. of them. Think of the boost. To the shoes. dental industry shoes. That could provide. No shoes. Let's take it right. No turf. We played against a bloke who doesn't Well, well yeah, yeah. Well, it used to be two of them. Yeah, they? it is. No shoes, no shin pads. Whack. Anyway, oh. they weren't playing on turf, folks. No, but let's take... Don't. No, let's strip it right back. All the, all no these, uniforms. You just no, paint, they paint your club colours No, no, just naked. And you've just got to know your tribe. <laughs> okay. You know, you gotta, you gotta know your tribe. There's a less barrier to entry for the sport. Can we sell this to some sort of television network? No more carbon fibre sticks. We can have two tribes. No more, no, no more carbon fibre sticks. Trees. No, no, Bran- we can, branches. can't cut them down. Can't do that anymore. Yeah, we won't, but we won't have to. Because the FIH is. No, but if we cut them down. The trees up. No, but if we cut them down, we won't have to water them. Ah, that's interesting. We could use the water on the turf. On the turf. <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe we could get photovoltaic um, astroturf. Uh-huh. So it would act like grass and put carbon back into it. Well, no, but... It sucks the carbon But that, that means you can then take the solar energy and... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To run the lights. Run the lights and, and your the, pumps. And the pumps. <laughs> Oh, well, that, that's, 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 that, is true, that is true sustainability. <laughs> and just by the way, folks, you are listening to The Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Find us uh, on X was, at The Reverse Stick. There was a couple more news items. 
Oh, missed it. Um, oh, apparently, we need to give back to the forest. That's still getting a plug, Matt. They're loving that. Uh, another headline caught my eye because I love headlines. <laughs> Don't read the story, just read the headline. Well, it's a bit like the FIH on After successful media. nationwide tour, trophy for Heroes Asians Champion Trophy, Chennai 2020. It's gone somewhere. I don't know. Haven't read the story. What would be classed as a successful nationwide tour for a trophy, Matt? The more hands on it, the better. So the more fingerprints you get. Yeah. So should we start running an international competition for the most number of fingerprints on an international trophy? <laughs> well, I'm sure it's in the Guinness Book of Records already. No, would it not so. be? You'd think so. So, but see, fingerprints going over, fingerprints going over, fingerprints. You might not be able to truly identify. Maybe all sports trophies have got to have like a um, fingerprint a, touchpad, like on, on your indi- iPhone that records individual fingerprints, fingerprints at the time they're placed on the car. Oh, yeah. And then we'd really well, we'd get some proper data from that, then, wouldn't we? Well, about how successful the tour had been. Yeah. Maybe match it up to some murderers. <laughs> do some um, might get check. a few fraudsters isn't it well I was going to say do some checks against um, yeah. some illegally paid funds could do um, that were allocated to an association but um, somehow mysteriously, mysteriously disappeared how looking Just... at you looking at you Pakistan oh. oh come on okay your call uh, and lots of stuff about the Asian hero champions trophy um, nothing, it's interesting how much is in here about the Asian Champions Trophy and how little there is about the Euros, which when you think about it, outside of the European hockey system, apart from being a fan and just liking to watch the hockey, it means nothing to anybody. Don't worry, Tyab will be clocking up the air miles like crazy. But, so, so like, at, at Converse, you, you could say that about the jackets, Euro Asian those, Champions those Trophy. Those blue jackets. It's nice to watch it, but it doesn't really mean anything to us within our hockey world. Do you think the or blue... the European oh, hockey no. world. Do you think his blue jackets, they're... Um, he gets them laundered in the hotel and just has one or two? Or do you think there's like a container that goes around with a rack of 15 of the... A rack? Like, are they signed up yet? Can we get well, them they in might, the FIH? Well, they, I think they are, aren't they? Oh. That'd but, be a good project for him. They'd be worth a vote anyway. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Um, so, short corner, few raw. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, it, apparently there's been lots of people talking about it since we did a couple of weeks ago, and it seems to have grown momentum. Lots of viewpoints. Um, I've got to say, a lot of what I've read in line with our initial thoughts. Um, what we didn't talk about was, of course, that we were here and watching those trials of that with the ISS, the International Super Series was, Hockey yeah, Nines yeah, yeah, yeah. here here in Perth. Uh, with the bigger goals and and it was all a lovely bit of a a, a fun spectacle. It they was. tried to jazz it all up, but it obviously wasn't successful because it never happened again, did it? Um, didn't they try it the next year? Uh, I can't remember. There was it, there were a couple of years of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't long running, but I think the big super goals sort of may still be rusting out out the back of Perth Hockey Stadium at the moment. Not securities here. Oh, hello, Maggie, the podcast doc. Hello, mate. Good to see you. Um, so we were highlighted to the um, response from the FIH. I made a comment on something on X 
formerly known as Twitter. Um, it's still known as Twitter because when I type Twitter into my search bar, guess where it takes me? Well, it's still there you, Twitter. There you go. You've got to watch out with the X's. Uh, Always yeah, got to watch yeah, out with the X, mate. It's just a life lesson. Um, half, course, half Court Press, Tao, tagged us in on uh, what do you make of this additional of information? Um, I wrote, it's okay, they saw it but didn't read it. We do that with listener complaints <laughs> and corrections. Um, but there is an update from them. The post from the FIH on X is, we have seen some of the debate on social media following the publication of a genuine but unfortunately incomplete document from FIH about the current status of the penalty corner review, which FIH has initiated. Therefore, here is a link to a document prepared by FIH Sport Director John Wyatt of the complete information that was sent by the FIH to all national associations two weeks ago and includes the background and rationale behind the trial rule, uh, the rule trial, sorry, and how the data gathered will be used to inform future discussions and decisions on the PC. This document, therefore, also answers some of the questions that have been raised. Oh, yeah. Please find it here. Did you find it? Yes. Oh, let me know because I haven't seen that. Penalty Corner Review, update, update, July 2023. Well, but that's what I find interesting. So, so we've got update. Yeah. Then we've got the original Penalty Corner Rules Trials, July 2023 document. So the one that we talked about two weeks one ago. One that we talked about, and it's got simple description, rationale, yeah. considerations to test during the trial, um, so the what's tri- the new trial rule, everything, everything that's... And that's a three-page document, and we went through a three-page document last time, didn't we? No, we went through a one-page gra- graphic. No, we no, we did have this available. Pretty sure. No, we only went through the one-page graphic that you were sent, the original one-page. Uh, Remember, because we looked at it and we said it looks genuine, but there was still an element about it when you looked at it. Like, is this a setup from someone? Is this just taking the piss or? Well, I could read out the next two pages that we have here, which is available now on the FIH under uh, official documents, Penalty Corner Review. It's got its own page, oh. and there's two PDFs on there. So the second PDF is the update. Let's go through that. Dear all, as you know, over the last 12 months, we've been reviewing the current Penalty Corner rules, as is periodically done within the FIH, to ensure the balance between safety and an opportunity to score is reasonably balanced. I mean, that's just poorly written anyway, isn't it? To ensure the balance between safety and an opportunity to score is reasonably balanced. This process has occurred every five years or so, and in previous reviews has resulted in new rules being introduced into hockey to rebalance the situation. That you change, that you you stuck up in the first place. And we'll get to that reasoning. Don't don't think... For example, 1987, number of defenders reduced to five behind the back line, Increased opportunity to score. Backboard introduced. Uh, wait. Backboard wait. introduced, and the first hit at goal had to hit it. Reduce danger. Well, the thing is that they talk about, like, we reduce the number of defenders to improve your chances of scoring. What we don't get is the data that they used before it to make that decision. Uh-huh. And the data they measured later and on. And over what period of time is they gathered? For the, say, I'm sure in the next 12 months they probably did, but I reckon after that, 
it went back to about what it had always been. Yeah. But we don't, we can't make those, we can only assume what may have happened because we don't get told the data. The stakeholders, Matt. So they released the data as well. 96. Ball to leave the circle and be stopped before a shot, leading to the introduction of the drag flick. Reduced, when? Reduced danger. 96. Oh, bullshit. I'm calling that, that what, that didn't lead to the introduction of the drag flick. No. The opportunity for the drag flick, maybe. The drag flick came about later on. I, I, I would say a lot later on than 96. Yeah, it, there it, might have been people flicking and then ad, and adapting their style on well, how they flicked. So yeah, flicking, exactly. pulling it in from behind a little bit, but certainly not the, the well, low. What, what really brought about the, the drag flick was probably more the ball not having to be stopped dead. Well, hang on. Ball to leave the circle and be stopped before a shot, lead to the introduction of the drag flick. 98, no substitutions at penalty corner to remove specialists coming on only for a PC. To strike the PC, which is... Because do you have a specialist bloke that just runs straight out? How many teams had a specialist <laughs> short corner runner? 2006, reduced stick bow permitted to reduce the speed of a flick and therefore danger for defenders. 2007, permit, permit additional equipment to be worn by defenders for PC. Improve safety. 2007. Last year, as well as discussing the penalty corner rule with many coaches, athletes and officials, we conducted a global online survey with the objectives. One. To consult with the global hockey family regarding the current starters, start, status of, starters, the current status of the penalty corner at all levels of hockey. Two, to understand opinions about the safety of the current penalty corner. Three, to understand whether there is a desire to change the current penalty corner rules. Four, to gather ideas and suggestions for changes that could be considered. This survey was completed by over 4,700 people around the world with a spread of countries, genders and ages. More than 75% of respondents were players, with the vast majority being club level, unsurprising given this is where 95% of hockey is played. Contributions were received from elite players and coaches as well as officials of all levels, including Olympic. All right. See, there's more. There's more to come. But you, the, let, let's look at that last paragraph. Says a lot because, okay, we're having our penalty corner review, so we've got to get all the statistics and stuff together. Whereas, yeah, the, the, as many people, a few other people, but we've been pushing this barrow for a long time. There's one simple thing that they can do to make penalty corners safer, and everybody knows what it is. But they just ignore that totally. Now, you, you want, what is the actual rationale for you reviewing the penalty corner? Well, because we do every five or six years or so. Because we do. Or so. Okay. So is there anything? We might, well, we, you know, sometimes we do. Yeah, we have a look at it. And my, my, but surely you can do that anyway within normal realms of what goes on through the bi-yearly changes to rules anyway. You don't need specific short corner reviews, do we? If there's an issue with short corners that is recognised, then just deal with it through the normal rule changes you do. Yeah. 
wouldn't you? We we could instantly. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. I agree. Yeah. They they could instantly change that flick rule to start at the beginning of next year. Yeah. They could do it today. They could just say, right, from now on, if you flick it, it doesn't matter. It, it's the same. First no, no. shot must travel. Blah blah. They yeah. could. It's that's such an easy thing to do if your prime concern is safety. Uh-huh. But if your prime concern's not safety, well, no, it's, is it? Goal scoring opportunities. Well, goal to, now, now they'll, they'll say, oh, well, we're worried about goalkeepers logging. That will be the first thing any critic says is the, what we are proposing will say, oh, well, goalkeepers will log. Yeah. We'll smash the f- out of the thing into them. That's it. Well, you work on the rebounds, don't you? That's, but, and you know, know what? I, I think I put, I, I put, aim for the bit with the metal cage. See how long they continue uh, logging then. I, um, I put a tweet out about, about our thoughts on the, the drag flick being backboard height, and there you go, problem solved. That's we take away all of these issues, if there are issues. But the barriers to entry are cost of equipment and mm. uh, and safety, and all, you know, all, all of that stuff. But um, you know, I've got nothing against, regardless of what happens to the rules. If, even if our rule came in, I think players should still have the right to put on protective clothing. Now that you've allowed it, now that it's in the game, yeah, people should be allowed to wear it, and they should be allowed to wear it when they feel it's necessary to wear it. But you brought up a good point. Well, I watched, I watched two two games over the in the, over the past few days. It was an over thirty fives women's midweek masters game, and all four of the ladies. Uh, in the uh, defensive lineup, put headgear on, and it took forever for it to happen. There was one, one of them, and it, look, the weather was pretty shitty, but there's one of them would have taken a 25 seconds just getting the strap right around the back of her head. And there's no drag flickers there. There's nobody like their situation. The, the hockey they're playing there is no different to what they were playing 20 years ago. And not wearing masks on the line. Similarly, seven and eight, year seven and eight boys on Saturday morning, all of the kids, because the parents are scared about their safety and they see players at the top level wear, well, why are they wearing them? If they're wearing them, then my kids should probably, I should probably spend that $90 on getting that protection for them if that's the position that they're in. But the other point you brought up was more of an interesting (laughs) issue on safety. (laughs) What's that? Well, the idea of defenders are wearing these masks. Oh, of course, yes, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. And partic- yes, all right, particularly yeah. with those those kids um, playing the ball out on the corner because it can ping around in the D a fair bit. Shot goes on. And the rule is that you don't have to just rip it off. No, they're allowed to keep playing yeah. until there's an opportunity for them to remove it. So if they're all in, you've got three or four of those young boys or girls, but it was boys in this instance in at it, and the same from the attacking side, there's a high chance of somebody copping one of those masks, metal grills, or perspex, or whatever, in their face. And a little blood nose scenario, perhaps? Yeah. So, there's pros and Well, I'm worse, you know. Some sharp edges and things like that with... Uh, Velcro burn. Well, maybe, but... Yeah, you know, that, there is a concern. Well, like you said as well, you can't wear stiff, peaked caps. No. On it's the a, field. It's you a safety only, issue. It's a safety. 
and yet well, somebody you, with a full you, face mask. I don't know. Maybe you're allowed to another country. I don't think you are. No, 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 no. You, it's got to be soft. It's got to be a soft peak. Yeah, that's right. It, yeah. Um, we had a guy playing against us. Yeah, I thought about it. Thought about saying something, but no, we'll save that for the finals. <laughs> when he runs out on grand final day, yeah, hey, um, umpire, see that peak cap? That's when you wait, wait for it. Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm doing. And I just, saw him in just a minute, thought, nah. just a minute before the game. I know why you're lined up out on the ground. No, no, I mean, no, you say, you say, go to the umpire, umpire can't wear that cap a minute before the game, and then just as the game's about to start, he's told, sorry, mate, you can't wear that. Yeah. Uh, 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 We've done it before. It's my, <laughs> but it's my <laughs> special hat. <laughs> we knew the guy wanted wore his cap every time. Walked out the phone. Um, anyway, back to this. Back, back to this document. Look, Won that look. game, by the way. <laughs> Go on. Whilst the results are not intended to be a statistically accurate representation of all hockey played everywhere in the world, there was an even split between those who perceived the current rules to be too dangerous and those who believed there was a good balance of safety and spectacle. Could be careful with spectacles. You've definitely got to wear a mask if you're on the corner battery. Yeah, well, you do. Uh, and a similarly even split between those who wish to maintain the current rules and those who wish to make a change. As well as being divided, opinions were very strong at both ends of the spectrum, with perceptions understandably influenced by personal experience. Examples of repeated and serious injuries were given by some, whilst others believe the current rules to be safe as long as proper protective equipment is available. Through internal discussion at the FIH with the FIH Rules Committee, we have considered the feedback and the various options that were put forward for potential change. And it's clear that more data is needed to inform any decision. So we recently made a recommendation to the FIH Executive Board for a new rule to be trialled in a small number of competitions around the world and statistics gathered to further inform future decisions. As a reminder, if any change to the rules is decided upon, no rule change will be brought in for all hockey until after the Paris 2024 Olympic Games. Matt, There's more. Oh, okay, you jump in. Do you do you remember? Do you remember when they introduced the ball must travel five meters rule in free hits outside in within the 25? Uh-huh. What was that? Why was that bought, rule brought in? I don't know, John. No, you do. No, I don't. Why? Well, it was brought in to stop people from just smacking it into the D. And a danger aspect. Oh, yeah. To see, remember that? Oh, yeah, but, sorry. Smashing the ball into D. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah. You weren't, they, they, they brought in a rule specifically to stop you from doing that. Yeah. On free hits. Yeah. Just outside Ball's got to travel five metres before you can go you into go the to D. The D. Yeah. What they are proposing is... What this rule proposes is to encourage that. Encourage yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah, why yeah. we've got a rule with less de- <laughs> with, with less defensive players yeah. in there, and they're all starting from the back line. Yeah. <laughs> overload was mentioned in in it previously. I was going to say this before. Overload. We can overload now. You yeah. can have ten, or if you've dragged your keeper, you can have eleven yeah. attacking players around the top mm. of the D. Now. Surely you can train 11 to beat 5 in a confined space. Especially when you have uh, position Tippy tappy, tippy tappy, that's it. You've you, got the ball. You've got the ball to start you with. You can start on either side of the goal. Yeah. You can push it real close into the corner. Oh. You can put it straight up to the top of the D. All over. Why do we all go for top level, mainly, 
direct strike. Uh, you maybe look for a deflection, but a deflection. A variation on a direct strike. You don't see 15 passes in a D before the goal gets scored on a short corner, no. do you? Um, yeah. Why not? You can see it in other areas of the field in the build-up play. <laughs> Why doesn't it happen in the D at a short corner? Come on, coaches. Let's see someone get innovative with this. Yeah. That rule already exists. So I would think that coaches would already be considering how to best implement that rule as it currently stands. I haven't seen so it. That, and that would give them a bit of a leg up when if the rule was to come in. I haven't seen it. Though. Why, didn't, why doesn't it happen? Well, it's mainly got to do with, um, yeah, bashing it up the other end and conceding a goal. Let's see. Yeah. Anyway, we go on. One more page. Okay. Uh, rule trial and request of national associations. The rule that we wish to trial is described in detail in the attached document. In summary, it's that all attackers except for the injector must start at least five metres outside of the circle and the ball must travel outside of the five metre dotted line before it can re-enter the circle for a shot on goal. We would like to conduct trials between August 2023 and May 2024. We're in. For an entire competition league season or tournament in as many countries as possible and gather statistics and feedback on the occurrence of type of injuries that happen during penalty corners using this rule trial as well as the goal conversion rates we also need to collect the same data from a similar type and level of competition in each country where the new rule is being trialled so that we can compare the two data sets to inform any decision to maintain or change the current rules we need to trial across both genders at junior senior and master's level. If you're interested in participating in this rule trial, please can we therefore Get ask you to email ask to email FIH Sport Director John Wyatt, John dot FIH.hockey, that's his email address, so that we can set up the rule trials to start in the next few months. Please provide the details of the leagues or competitions that you're proposing within your country to participate in the rule trial. Both leagues or competitions that are being compared should be of the same gender, age group and level. Gender, age group, level, legal competition. Blah, blah. When we hear back from you, we will confirm to you all individually and will provide details of the trial, including the simple data collection tool that we will use to collect the data that can be filled in during or immediately after each match in the competition or league. It would have to be during, surely, if it's measuring things that are happening in-game right. related to corners. Anyway, thank you in advance for your support and help in this trial which is essential in order to inform the decisions that need to be made. If you are keen to be involved but have not yet identified the particular legal competition, please just indicate this so that we know where trials are likely to take place. Place, I think, is meant to read there. And can look to fill any gaps in geography, gender, age group, etc. Many thanks for your attention. Best regards, John Wyatt. Yeah. Still doesn't really say... What the issues are, though, it says that there are no, they're, they're, there are people that have differing opinions at either either end of the spectrum related to their personal experience. Oh, so you haven't seen somebody get one in the head off of a drag flick? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have. Yeah. Um. Oh, it just. I, I was with uh, last night uh, an old friend from Malaysia who's a hockey player. And we we started talking. Oh, have you heard about this new proposed change? Yeah, and have a couple of words about it. And another person in the conversation used to play hockey many years ago at school. 
what's all this? And we we couldn't explain the rule to him, him enough. Well, we got we started going through it, and it became bleedingly obvious that it was just such a. Why are we making the game harder to umpire, more complex to play, and less? Um, <laughs> So what's the situation at the moment with this thing? Right, so you have uh, four defenders and one goalkeeper at the back of them, and then you have a guy who's on the, got to be a guy or a girl, and they're on the back line there, and they push it out to their teammate yeah. at the top there. And there's two. There's a dotted line, and then there's the the, the circle line, the D or whatever we're going to yeah, call yeah, it. Yeah, two two semicircles. Yeah. And the ball's got to come out of that circle. Yeah. But as soon as it's pushed out, all of those players on the line mm. they can run off that line. Yeah. They can do what they want. And you can have your whole team standing around it. All of yeah, at the yeah. other end, on the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have just everybody there. And then it's just a free for all, basically. Yeah. Until uh, someone smashes it. At now, the goal. but no, well, but you can smash it at the goal, but you can't swing it and hit it too high. It's got to be low. That's what that board's there. But if you're doing a thing called a, a drag flick, where you start with the ball behind you and push your body motion through and, and lift the ball up, you can go anywhere you like. Yeah. So you know, uh, but. The they both go about the same pace. So pretty close. The challenge is to be able to run out of there quicker than they can do that coming yeah. in the other direction. Yeah. And stopping it with your stick if you can. Yeah. But you're not going to know. It was very difficult to try and explain. But anyway, they want to change that. They want to change it because there's also a five meter dotted line mm-hmm. around. Because what you can't do is smash the ball straight in once you're inside that the other point. line, that 25 meter line. Yeah. Um, that's. That's there. Yeah, they've got to be in. No, but, but if but you're only on a short but, you're, corner. but if you're an inch on the other side of that, it's okay to smash that one in. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you're only on a short corner. If it's a free hit, you have to go five yards. Like, yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. within the dotted circle, no, but, no, no, but, hit, but it's not a short corner. You but, have to go five yards. But if there's no infringement, it's just general play. You can smash it from anywhere, anyway. Oh, just do whatever you like. Yeah. It's it's a, a very easy to understand rule, really. I mean, bollocks. Just. If why do we continue to strive to make our game harder for those a outside it to understand it and b watch it because they see stuff going on they've got no idea why something well but that uh, too technical take the technicalities out of it and what happens the place that hurts the most is grassroots hockey because we don't get FHA umpires. FIH umpires. <laughs> no, we they just, should all be no, FH umpires. I, I, well, I just don't get FH umpires. No, they should all be FH umpires. Cause, you know, most of us don't get that level of umpiring with the technical training and all that that they that happens at that level. So, the the game's going to thrive. It needs to make it simpler and easier both to umpire and to watch. I agree. Um, and players understand if the rules are simple, it's far easier to play. I, I, th- I think we're we're pretty clear on our uh, thoughts on this as a um, a trial. Well, it's just a trial, John. Do you, mm. you know, maybe they want to take it on board here in Western Australia next maybe, season. Maybe maybe there might be some um, really smart hockey association out there that will trial our proposed rule that we've been banging on about for years. Stop flicking at that height. Mm-hmm. Off your first shot. Remember, we're only talking about the first shot. That's right. Go on. It'd be a good one to try. 
You are listening to the Reverse Stick, episode 297, hashtag Glohopo. John, there's another FIH document that's just um, popped oh, up God. as well. It's a bit and it, trees. It's the new penalty stroke rule. Oh, really? It's coming in. Um, which we've really got to decide. I haven't seen these. Well, no, you know, because we're going to decide now what it is. Oh, and, are we uh, starting a rumour? Yeah, and I'm going to mock it up on some FIH headed paper, you know, just like these, I'll make it look exactly like this penalty corner review document. Okay. And we'll, Is this like an April Fool's Day? Uh, no, not know. in April. No, Clint Flicker's going to leak it. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's going to leak it from an, uh, an insider source. Uh, now, I was thinking, I mean, uh, penalty stroke, um, attackers can have a run-up, can start at the top of the D. They're allowed to hit. They're allowed to hit it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, but it's with a run-up, so they've got to yeah. start at the top of the D. But, but, but as soon as the attacker it. starts running, is a goalkeeper allowed no, to run No, goalkeeper's got to stand there. Just stand there. Just got to stand there. <laughs> Take all their pads off. No, no, they can keep the, they can keep the pad, they keep the pads on. So that's one thing. I think that's a fair, yeah. a fair rule with it. Um, what else could we do with the stroke? Um, oh, I don't know. Come on, we've got to be able to jazz it up. I'm not going for the penalty bully. How about if the go- if the ball hits a but, net? But, but hashtag bring back the bully. If the ball hits a net or the backboard, a trapdoor opens, right, and the goalkeeper drops down into a pit of lions. Oh, okay. Or snakes. <laughs> the snakes would be easier accessible for us here oh, in Africa's lions. In Africa, lions. Yeah. Oh, maybe you could. You by continent, make it international yeah. flavour by having your tigers in India. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. What would you get in America? Wolverines. Yeah, sure. I don't know if a, a pit of Wolverines is. I don't know. I reckon they could do some damage, Matt. Oh, but the, well, I thought that'd be more exciting talking about. It. So, all right, we're going to have a run up on, on strokes. And we've got the trap door. Trap door. What else? Do we have fireworks that go off or something? Yeah, let's have some fireworks. What happens to the striker? Like a, um, an anti trap door, some sort of spring contraption that pops them up into a giant dunking pool full of sharks. Okay. What? <laughs> Now, I'm trying to make it interesting no, no, for the viewer, Matt. I know, I know. And I'm thinking about accessibility to our sport, John. <laughs> Get a lot of surfers. Yeah? Well, they wouldn't be afraid of the sharks, would they? No. They'd just go, oh, another day at the beach. Sure. And they go, boing! So, what, so they'd be more prepared to miss a stroke? No. Like, they'd be happy to miss it. They'd, they'd they'd be like, okay, oh. so no pressure. No pressure. They're probably more likely to score maybe, a stroke. Maybe the maybe the striker has to sort of come in on a surfboard to take the stroke. Mm. Some sort of skate on a skateboard. And then goes Wing. No, nah. I prefer more water on the turf. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. So we have, we've got a holding tank underneath. We've recycled it anyway. Yeah. Strokes surf in from the halfway line. Here's here's an idea to keep Hockey eleven side in the Olympics. Uh-huh. We build the hockey turf on top of the Olympic swimming pool. Right. So you yeah. you could have a gold medal hockey match upstairs, and then under stairs people could no. view. Would you not do it the other way around? Would you not? Then you could like the water draining off the pool. That you know, you know, when the pool where it laps over the edges. No, no, see, that, that no, I think... And then you, you, that then just goes down and waters the hockey turf underneath. When the, when the hockey turf gets watered, 
all the water drains down into the swimming pool and then you just pump it back up to water the turf. All right, there's probably something there, John. I, I think so. Because I'm wondering, there's all this talk about the use of water for hockey turfs. Nobody's talking about the use of water for swimming pools, are they? Definitely not. I don't... Let alone golf courses. Yeah. Golf is an Olympic sport. Yeah. Like what, what's golf doing? Yeah. Sur- the- surfing was in the last ones. Oh, yeah? Big waste of water. Look, look at the waste of water in the ocean. The Global Hockey Podcast. Okay, what, what, that's us. What more have you got? Um, yeah, nothing, 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 nothing from me, John. No. Okay. A couple of games left of the season. Yeah. So, uh, a game clear in third. You uh, are? With two games to go, so we, we'll, we'll be there. We're top. Guaranteed top two. That's your old Been, team. My old team. Yeah, new in. team. Relegation battle. <laughs> <laughs> two, two games to save the season. That's life, John. That's life. It's the yin and the yang, isn't it? Yin yang. How's yeah. Brownie going? Playing good? Uh, Did he Brown. play? Which Brownie? Bill. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, he played yeah. with the weekend. He was oh, good. good, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Good fellow, Brown. No, holds his own in there. He does. Uh, catch you next week. Yeah, thank Maybe. you for joining us. Apologies. No, we will. St- we will. Statistically, become less of a weekly global hockey podcast. Hockey podcast. Sorry, I'm just controlling my teeth at the moment. Trying my best. I hope you're doing well, and thank you for tuning in. And if you're out there on the fields in the next few days, if you're getting ready for pre-season, you're playing finals, give it a whack. Give it a whack. Thanks, folks. Now, now it's at this point yeah. we've made a promise for a whispering John. Do I need to find something that's um, what really dry? Does it have rules. to be hockey rules? Hockey related? Yeah, rules. Hockey rules. This oh. is the a- AMSR. Oh, where is it? Tax. Meridian. Ah, FIA. FIA. And so we we've got to do the um, FIA. So we've got to do this reading. So I just find any old rule. Um, can you... Oh, actually, what, what have you got there? Let's have a look. Got... I've got statutes, general uh, regulations. Yeah. I've got a couple of different versions. Statutes. Integrity code. Integrity, Integrity code. code. Absolutely. Any particular section? Well, open it up. Let's have a, let's have a look. Uh, integrity code. A purpose, scope and application. A body is responsible for investigating, pursuing breaches. Obligations applicable to all no, companies. Let's go juicy. Let's go, let's, go, let's, go, uh, let's go down. Enforcement. Let's go down to enforcement. Enforcement uh, section yeah. E. Enforcement. So we'll just get How about sanctions? We'll just get, hang on, we'll just, no, I want enforcement. It's, uh, Interpretation. It's not working. I was hoping to do the... Oh, I've got to turn that up. That's why. I've got a freaking page on. Whispering. Enforcement, section E. All right, you're right. Okay, uh, folks, here we go. For, um, <coughs> this is specifically for Mandy, because she was a bit upset there was no show last week and doesn't oh. have to sleep all week, apparently, <laughs> without her latest... <laughs> Instalment of Whispering John. So, ladies and gentlemen, strap in. Um, here we go. This is. Uh... 
Whispering John. The uh, integrity, FIH integrity code. It is um, section E, something 18. Enforcement. 18. Attempt or agreement to breach or other involvement in breach. 18.1. Where a covered person, A, attempts or agrees with any other person to engage in conduct, whether by act or omission, that will culminate in a violation of this integrity code unless the covered person renounces his attempt or agreement prior to it being discovered by a third party not involved in the attempt or agreement. B. Solicits, induces, instructs, persuades or encourages any person to engage in conduct, whether by act or omission, that would amount to a breach of this integrity code if committed by the covered person himself. And or C. Authorises, causes or knowingly assists, encourages, aids and abets, covers up or is otherwise complicit in any act or omission by any person that would amount to a Something's going going on there. What are you doing to my reading? You demon. Matt was playing. No, I was sending a text message, but the Bluetooth's still connected. (laughs) You ruined it. The moment's gone.